I'm just going to start off right away by reading this passage in Matthew 1.18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he was considering these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did exactly as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and they called his name Jesus. Good morning, church. I am... Super excited to be speaking this morning. I'm very excited to be kicking off our Advent series. You know, us and the rest of the speaking team this couple weeks, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do with the Advent series. And, and Dan had this idea to kind of cover a character of the Bible. You know, so Dan has somebody, Darian has, has some other people. And, and I was toying back and forth between like three different people. You know, for a while I was thinking, maybe Herod would be good. But then I was like, no, he's, I don't like him, so I'm just going to switch past him. <laughs> but I, and I kept going back and forth between Joseph and Elizabeth. And I, and I toiled over this for like a good like two weeks or so. And, and then finally it just came like, it was like as if God just took like a, a hammer and just hit me in the side of the head. It was like, you're doing Joseph, you dummy. <laughs> and, and, and then it, it became like, utterly clear to me that that's who I was supposed to be talking about. You know, and, and this year, I probably relate to Joseph more than I ever have before. You know, before when I would read the story, I would basically skim past that passage I just read. I'd just be like, oh yeah, I get it. Joseph didn't divorce his wife. Let's move on. <laughs> but this year, I, I connect with Joseph a lot more. So if a lot of you don't know, is that this year, I became a dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which was awesome and, you know, very loving. You know, I have this beautiful little boy. He's out there somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, that changed my whole perspective of this passage. And even more so, changed my perspective of Joseph. And today, I really just want to talk about the kind of man he is and the character that Joseph has. And I just... I know we like literally just read it, but I'm going to read it again because it's just that good. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, 
for he will save his, pe- save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph woke up from his sleep, he did exactly as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and they called his name Jesus. So first off, I want to talk about this a little bit. You know, we often talk about how important it is that Mary was the woman that was chosen to give birth to Jesus. And it was. It was very vital. It was very important. But today I kind of want to talk about is how it wasn't an accident that Joseph was supposed to marry Mary. (laughs) The sentence, Mary, Mary. (laughs) That was not an accident. That was divine intervention. Because of the man that Joseph is. You know, it says that Joseph was not willing to put her to shame. So I kind of want to talk about what Joseph had the right to do in the biblical times. So in those days, you know, Joseph would have believed that Mary had broken her covenant with him. That she had had an affair and given birth, you know, not by the Holy Spirit, by doing things with another man. And by Joseph right, Joseph could have taken Mary to the temple, brought her before the religious people, (laughs) and they would have basically condemned her. She would have been lived a life of shame until the birth of Jesus, where then Jesus would have been taken away to an adoption place, and then Mary would have been stoned. That's harsh. Joseph was unwilling to see her go through that. And not only that, he was unwilling to see Jesus, this child that he had really no connection with, be raised by who knows who. Said he was unwilling to put her to shame. And I, I actually truly believe that, you know, so he would have divorced her quietly. You know, what, what does that mean in those days? It means he probably would have sent her away given her enough money to survive, given her enough money to settle down in the next town. That's a good man right there. And and even says, but as he considered these things. I also think that through Joseph's thoughts and through his, you know, considering, he probably also considered staying with her. This is the kind of man, this is the kind of character that God chose to be Jesus' earthly father. He wasn't a nobody. He wasn't just some man, but he was a good man. You know, not only that, but it's, you know, later after the angel of the Lord appears to him, it says that this incredible thing, in my opinion, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Without doubt, Without double guessing, he just did it. I think most of us, I know I would, if I woke up from that dream, I'd be like, oh, that was a weird dream. (laughs) And move on, right? And probably like most men in that time, like nine or ten men, probably still would have divorced Mary. And most of them still would have done it publicly. But Joseph was a good man. And this immediately, you know, as I... Read this, it immediately brings me into this verse in Proverbs, which says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. 
In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your paths straight. See, Joseph was this incredibly wise man because, you know, if he did rely on his own insight, Joseph would have divorced her. Joseph would have sent her away. Joseph would have, you know, sent her to a life of shame or she would have been considered as bad as one of the lepers. But no, Joseph was like, I'm unwilling to do this. Because from Joseph's perspective, he still cared about this woman. You know, he still loved her. He still wanted her to have a good life. But he still probably would, I, I, I can't imagine being in Joseph's shoes. You know, your whole world is being spun around, being torn <laughs> apart. You know, Joseph was probably really excited to marry this woman. And then all of a sudden he's being told that, no, like, I'm pregnant with the Holy Spirit, which he probably thought was crazy. And was like, okay, so the woman I loved cheated on me. It's probably the words that he thought. And then again, he's thinking, well, if I stay with her, we will be considered shameful. You know, he had to think about the life ahead of him. But when the Lord commanded him, he didn't doubt it. He didn't rely on his own insight, but believed that God was going to work everything for his good. You know, and this... This way of thinking that Joseph does, it continues. You know, in Matthew 2, it says, After they had gone, Joseph had another dream. An angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Get up now and flee to Egypt. Take Mary and the little child and stay there until I tell you to leave. For Herod intends to search for the child to kill him. So that very night, he got up to look got up and took Jesus and his mother and made their escape to Egypt and remained there until Herod died. All this fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through his prophets. Okay, so I almost find this one almost more impressive. So Joseph gets up in the middle of the night, grabs Mary and the child, and flees to a country he knows nobody, where he is... No way of knowing that he has income to support this new family he has. Has no way of knowing if they'll actually be safe there. But he just goes. See, Joseph just trusts the Lord without doubting anything. Without question. He just said, okay, I'll go. You want me to take the child and marry to Egypt? A country very far away where we have no relatives, no support blanket, nothing. And he just left. You know, Joseph's whole world was about to be torn apart. And, and like, he had to just trust God that God was in control. And it says that, like, he basically never questioned it. Which is amazing to me. Because I don't know about you, but this past year and a half, I've questioned that several times. <laughs> right? This has been a crazy year and a half. And, you know, I was often would question, like, who is in control here? You know, and I want to tell you guys a little story. So we'll move away from Joseph for a little bit. So, you know, earlier I mentioned that this year I became a father. Amazing experience. Also one of the most stressful experiences of my entire life. <laughs> Yeah. 
Sorry, Cass, I know you had it worse than me, but it's still, <laughs> it was stressful. You know, if, if, I had, if I had it my way, we would have gone to the hospital and would have been like, our, our maybe two, and babe, Hugo would be here, and we'd have him, and we'd hold him, and we'd cry, and it'd be lovely, and we'd maybe spend a day at the hospital, then we'd go home. Ideal situation, that is not what happened. <laughs> you know, we spent, you know, Cassie was in labor for about 25 hours, which is brutal. <laughs> you know, and then, and then I remember in like the 24th hour, they were like, okay, we're gonna do an emergency C-section, right? So all of a sudden I'm like stressing out. They get me, put me in this like smock thing, and they, they wheel her into this room, they say, okay, you stand here and wait here for five minutes with your own thoughts. Yeah, terrible idea, especially with a guy with very bad anxiety. <laughs> so during that five minutes of thoughts, my brain was like, what if Cassie dies? And I was like, can I be a single dad? And then it was like, what if Hugo dies? I was like, can me and Cassie make it on our own, knowing that this little baby didn't live? What if they both die? <laughs> and my brain just started spiraling. And I was like, okay, who's in control? I, I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> And eventually, like, I just felt like God was like, breathe, breathe. I was like, and he's like, no, slower, slower, take a breath. I was like, you know, and then C-section went normally fine. You know, we did have to spend a, about two, three days in the hospital because Hugo had to be in the NICU for a little bit because he had trouble breathing. But at the end of it, I had to just to say to God, okay, you got this. You're in control here. I, I'm not. I'm, I had to give over control. You know, in, in Proverbs 19.21, it says this, a person may have many ideas concerning God's plan for his life, but only the designs of God's purpose will succeed in the end. That's crazy. That's, that's hard to take sometimes, right? Because... We as human beings, we want to be in control. We, we, we want to grab things and be like, hey, I'm going to move you the way I want to move you, right? But to give up that control and to just trust that God is doing his thing, that God is working, you know, for our benefit and for our glory. Sometimes that's hard to surrender. Sometimes that's hard to give in. But Joseph did that without question. You know, I, I think we don't get much on Joseph. We get like these two little chapters. But they really shed this light on who he is. You know, I want to read Matthew 1.18 one more time. Now the birth of Jesus took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph... Before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit." She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, 
The virgin shall conceive and bear a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. And when Joseph awoke from his sleep, he did as the angel Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and they called his name Jesus. Again, I am completely amazed by this man. Completely and utterly amazed by him. You know, as I read this, as I read the story over and over again, I am constantly thinking, this was not just a good man, but he was the perfect man to be Jesus' earthly father. And not because he was unwilling to put Mary to shame. That, that, that is a good man. But because of his utter obedience unto God. You know, something that I only hope that I can strive for. Something I can only hope that I can one day obtain to be utterly obedient unto him. You know, I, I'm going to invite the band up here soon. And I just want us to think about what would we have if this man wasn't, wasn't obedient unto God? Do we realize what we would have lost? You know, because of this one man's obedience, we get the living incarnation of love. Because of one man's obedience, we get hope for a better day. Because of one man's obedience, we get boundless joy. And isn't that amazing? Obedience that I can only hope to one day achieve. Because you see, Joseph, Joseph knew what would happen if he wasn't obedient. Right? I'm just going to invite the band up now. Because in this passage, it says that, you know, that the angel of the Lord told him, you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save the people from their sins. See, Joseph knew that if he wasn't obedient, that if he refused to be obedient, we may not get a savior. You know, Joseph knew that this was bigger than him. That it was bigger than, than what would have to come. It was bigger than his life being torn apart. That he, that he was saying, I'm willing for my life to be a bit chaotic. To be a bit... Not being able to tell what my, where my next foot is going. If we get this child. I'm willing to be obedient and lose a few things. To get that child. You know, I, I often wonder what are we willing to give up in the sake of obedience? You know, Joseph was a man that was willing to give up a lot. He was willing to give up his career, a normal life, to give up what his friends thought of him, to give up what the world thought of him. To gain Jesus. 
you know, and, and, and since, since I became a father, there's something very interesting about when you become a parent. Because as soon as I, I held that child, you know, wearing this breathing mask in my arms, he was all purple, and <laughs> I looked at him, and, and I remember I said this prayer over him. I said, God, just let this child know your love. Let this child know your grace, your hope, your mercy, your everything. Let this child know you. And let me be willing to give up everything to make that happen. See, Joseph was willing to give up everything so that you can meet Jesus. So that you can experience this boy that was born in a manger. You know, even, even the situation Joseph in wasn't perfect. It was chaotic. It was unwieldy. It was unexpected. But he was willing to give it all up. To give up a normal life. He was willing to be obedient so that we could experience Jesus. And man, am I glad for this man's obedience. You know, just as I would give up anything for my son, God is willing to give up a lot for you. God is willing to do a lot in your life to do to bless you beyond measure. You know, even in the midst of the chaos of the world right now, and I know it's chaotic. I know it's unexpected. I know it's something that we can't understand. But do you just trust that God is in control? Are you willing to be obedient unto him and say, okay, God, I will do what you need me to do, especially in this Christmas season? And realize that the blessings that you will get by giving up a few things will be greater than the things you gave up. You know, dear Lord, I just thank you so much for this obedience of one man so that we could receive you. That we got you this beautiful boy in a manger coming down to meet us where we are. And God, I, I just pray that we can learn from this man, learn from the obedience of this man so that we can get your blessings, so that we can receive you, so that we can really soak in who you are. To understand that through the obedience of one man, we got the beginning of the story of salvation. And to know that, just to give us that hope and joy and love, that we are willing to meet you in a beautiful place, to meet you where we are, to meet you where you are, Lord. Because I'm willing to give some, some stuff up today to meet you. Pray this in your holy name. Amen.